Grandpa Jim Motivation Central Station. I wanted to do a podcast today on the NBA and the Milwaukee Bucks. And a lot of people might be wondering outside the state of Wisconsin. I'm in the state of Wisconsin where the Milwaukee Bucks reside. And so a lot of people might be wondering why did the Bucks not walk out onto the court yesterday and they actually have a player, Sterling Brown, that was assaulted by police last year. And so um, that's a big reason why they came out. Um, I'll get into a little bit more of other details on why the Bucks were so quick to act. And I personally, I'm going to go out on a limb I know they're having meetings today on the NBA, but I'm going to say the NBA doesn't play or the only way they will play is with two conditions that the police officers and the Breonna Taylor case, uh, the African-American paramedic who was shot uh, in her bedroom sleeping when the cops mistakenly came in with... uh, I believe, the wrong apartment without a warrant. And uh, and so they accidentally murdered her, and then nobody's been held accountable. And then the Jacob Blake case here in Kenosha, Wisconsin, they are going to, I'm sure, demand that uh, the police officer that shot Jacob in the back And I, you know, all this information comes out that he had a knife and it's on the floor in the car and uh, that doesn't mean he's going to use it. There's a lot of people here in our state. I think the worst thing ever happened to the state of Wisconsin is when our Republican governor who was in uh, put conceal and carry in our state. There's been more shootings, more murder, and everybody saw that coming prior to. But, you know, the Second Amendment right people and the NRA, nobody's trying to take away your weapons, not hunting weapons. We want assault rifles off the street because there's no reason to have these military-styled uh, weapons for hunting. You know, nobody wants to take your gun so you can't hunt. That's for sure. So, Sterling Brown, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, player, he, uh, a year and a half ago, he pulls into, a year and a half ago, he pulls into a Walgreens parking lot on 27th and National in our city and it's it's a real fringe area right there it's a very crime ridden neighborhood to the east and so he pulls in in his nice car and I'm sure there were a lot of assumptions being made what's this young African American male doing with this nice vehicle and then uh, you know his mistake uh you know, was he didn't, you know, these little things, too, you know, on both sides of the fence, you know, and there are good police officers. I have uh, four or five really good friends that 
do policing for the Milwaukee Police Department, you know, and I admire these guys that they go out there and they put their lives on the line, right? I mean, it's a dangerous job. There's no doubt about it. But so Sterling Brown pulls into this uh, Walgreens, which is like a convenience store slash drug store, and he's going to pick up a gift uh, birthday gift for his girlfriend and he doesn't park exactly in the lines which in these neighborhoods uh, especially that neighborhood that happens on a second to second basis doesn't make it right and just coming from my perspective being raised in the 60s and early 70s you know we had a little tighter society we did park between the lines you know, if you jaywalked, if you didn't wait till the light, the officers would write people tickets back then, you know. And as problems increase with the murder rates and all this, you know, uh, yes, the cops have better things to do. There's no doubt. So they see this car and they come in and they start harassing him right away. And next thing you know, he's on the ground and they're tasing him. Uh, for no reason, and body cams catch this, and then he wins a lawsuit against the city for $400,000, and it's not about the money with him, it's about how he was treated, and so he's in the locker room with the Milwaukee Bucks, so he's been physically assaulted by police officers himself, so there's a personal connection to being mistreated, and any of these, you know, the the NBA is heavily, you know, African American, and these guys grow up in cities where there's this uh, systemic racism, where the system is stacked against African American people, and I think Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers is the coach of the Los Angeles Lakers right now, said it best. We love this country. When when is the rest of the country going to understand that African-American people love this country too? They just want a fair shake, right? And my thing is empathy. The biggest thing, I think, you know, it took me, it was an awakening over time and growing up and maturing to be able to put myself in somebody else's shoes, Right? And and how fortunate you are to have white privilege. The color of your skin opens doors for you, whether you want to admit it or not. You know, I counsel in the worst zip code in our state, 53206. And I work with African-American people that live there on a daily basis. I'm Caucasian. And, and I definitely get... Uh, a free pass in that side of the city whenever. I remember being in school with another African-American guy. We were both involved. Uh, I went to school, back to school late in life. I wanted to get involved in social work. And this other gentleman, African-American friend, uh, he also had a big heart and he was involved with all kinds of projects down there. And as was I, and me and James had to go to some meeting. And so it was late at night and it was after hours. And both of us had our backpacks in an office. And when I was 
I went in, grabbed my backpack. <coughs> Excuse me. I went in and grabbed my backpack. And then when, uh, and the security guard, African-American female, let me in, grab my bag. All of a sudden, James comes out and she's rifling through his bag. You know, like, I said, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm just checking to make sure he didn't take it. I said, you didn't take, you didn't check anything on mine. How do you know I don't have, you know, X, Y, and Z, and, you know. So uh, it's crazy how this suspicion and, you know, as in any population, my grandfather said it best when I was a kid, there's more criminals and that are walking around the street than will ever be, you know, locked up, you know, and, and this is in all cultures. It's not just African-American uh, community or, you know, that, uh, you know, it's this horrible suspicion all the time. And, and nobody approaches it from the point of view that, hey, these are good people just trying to get through a day just like you and I. And I think some of the solutions are having people of color please people of color, you know, um, or people from that area to police people from that area. You know, the businesses in uh, the communities in Milwaukee, the business owners should look like the community, you know, and, um, and then there's this side of me where it says, look at Chicago, how, how diverse it is. And it doesn't matter what color you look like. But here, this the, the, the city is really segregated. Um, you know, there's, there's like almost straight lines where uh, people of color live in our communities. And um, it's a little better now. Things are getting better, but uh, not as good as they should be. And so... Uh, this is why the Milwaukee Bucks were so quick and rightfully so to say, hey, this is wrong. And I, I think it's a good use of power. Uh, you know, if you're hurting because you can't watch a basketball game, think of the African-American person that drives in their car on a daily basis and just wonders uh, you know, praying to God that an officer doesn't get behind them because they don't know what the outcome's going to be, you know. So there's a lot of work we have to do as a society, and I, I really love this. And I this is one thing that I think it's missed. It's a big thing we're all missing. It's the police unions. It's the police unions. Like, we shouldn't be going to... You know, nobody should be burning anything down, but the uh, hatred and anger needs to go at these police unions, uh, not the police themselves. It's the police unions that protect the bad apples in the police departments, you know, so that whole system needs to be dismantled. And so um, just wanted to hang out with you here today. I would love to see a diverse culture where, uh, you know, and we don't have to worry, you know, about uh, race and being a factor. It's just ridiculous at this, how far man has evolved these days. And 
One philosopher once said, if our planet got in a fight with another planet, all these uh, little petty things that we worry about other people would just go away because our whole focus as a planet would be, you know, to protect and take care of each other. So, hey, thanks for spending some time with Grandpa Jim today and hanging out here. If you like these types of podcasts, please hit subscribe. Uh, If you like what I shared today, if you could please share it on different platforms, would be greatly appreciated. And so have a wonderful day. If you have nothing to give, remember you can always give somebody a smile and have a wonderful, awesome day.